Well, the way they pick TV shows is they make one show. That show's called a pilot. Then they show that one show to the people who pick shows. And on the strength of that one show, they decide if they want to make more shows. Some get chosen and become television programs. Some don't. Come nothing. episode 12. I'm Dan. And I'm Jen. And we're back. Um, The holidays are over and we were both sick, which... Again. Again, (laughs) yeah, which uh, caused our last delay. Um, So hopefully no more illnesses for the foreseeable future, or at least ones that will, you know, keep us unable to speak or you know do this or right things like that so uh, if you're a new listener this is the podcast that just watches the pilot episode of a television show um, old shows new shows failed shows uh, shows that never made it and we discuss them just the first episode that's it no more no less and we take turns, and this uh, this episode, it was my pick, and I picked the USA original television show, Mr. Robot, um, starring Christian Slater, and um, I'm blanking on his name, so I'm looking it up real quick, Rami... Malik? Malik, I believe, yes. Rami Malik. Uh and there's a couple of other uh, kind of character actors in there. Gloria Rubin plays a the, she was the the, count, the the psychiatrist or the. I knew I recognized her. I didn't know her. Yeah. Her name. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple of other character actors in there, but the the two main actors are Christian Slater and uh, well the the main the the, the lead is Rami mm-hmm. Malek who plays Elliot Anderson who is a cybersecurity expert by day and kind of a vigilante hacker by night and so we usually start off by uh, talking about what brought us to choose this show or you know or what um, what background we may have if any with the show that we we picked uh, I I've, I have no background with this show whatsoever other than I think it's got a cool name and I, I kind of um, kind of ignored it because I don't watch anything on USA. I used to watch Burn Notice. That was a USA original television show. I never watched Monk, which is probably its biggest, like the biggest original show that ever came out of USA Network. Um, but I never really paid any attention to anything else, even though you know this had Christian Slater, which is as a child of the '80s, you know, growing up. I mean. Everything was Christian Slater. Yes. <laughs> Heathers. Gleaming the cube, dude. <laughs> and, um... Oh, pump up the volume. Ugh. Okay, now stop. I want to watch that movie. That was a good movie. I haven't seen that in a long time. We should watch yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But, um... I started hearing a lot about this show. That it was really good, and that it was getting a lot of buzz. And, and then I... 
I looked it up on I don't know it was IMDb or somewhere I looked I'm just curious to see what this show was about and I noticed that it was like winning awards like big awards like Emmys and Golden Globes like it won um, Emmys and Golden Globes last year for uh, best actor and best um, best drama and things like I mean like big time awards so I thought well there's got to be something to this and uh, it sounded interesting, so I thought I'd give it a shot. I have basically no background with this show. Um, I don't. I can't say that I've ever watched anything or followed any um, USA original shows either. Um, but also, I think just because we tend to do so much streaming, um, sometimes I have to 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 work to know what's on television right? (laughs) because we don't turn the cable on a whole lot. We just, we turn Netflix on a lot. We don't watch a lot of current stuff. Or if we do, it's, it's a few days or a few weeks old. You know, we'll we'll watch old stuff on Hulu or on, on Netflix and we'll watch a few current shows on Hulu. But, and, and this, um, this show actually was on, we watched it on Amazon, which I didn't know if you, Notice that, saw that, yeah. notice that or not, but this show, uh, I think the first two seasons are on Amazon Prime, uh, or I'm sorry, they're they're free on Amazon if you have a Prime account, which we do, so we were able to to watch it. I think that's the only, that's one of the only streaming services that you could watch this show on, unless you download it illegally, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which you know the irony. We will not tell. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, so so this show, uh, the pilot is about this young man, this Elliot um, Alderson, who, like I said, he's a, you know, his day job is he's this kind of a recluse uh, cyber security guy, you know, he's um, he's kind of a mess. I even, yeah. I even wrote that in my notes, I'm like, I'm like, he is, he's a hot mess. Yeah, he's an interesting case. Yeah. But he's fascinating to watch and listen to. Uh, he yeah. he does he does voiceovers. He narrates the show. You know he's he's your eyes into this world, which it's it's modern day. Uh, he lives in New York City, and it looks like the whole thing was filmed in New York, which I thought was pretty cool. It lend lended a lot of um, character to the show. Yeah, there was a lot that was certainly not filmed in a studio, mm-hmm. you know, lots of scenes at Coney Island, on the streets of New York City, mm-hmm. um, which makes it, you know, kind of cool. Yeah, it's, um, it's got that kind of urban, like the, like an urban noir feel to it. Yeah. But, but with a, with a cyber thriller twist. Yeah. Like the, the, the music, I, 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 I love the was, music. So there was something between the some of the music and his his narration his style or delivery and, you know and i i think he's speaking what exactly what he's thinking it's like you're hearing his exact mm-hmm. thoughts okay and i wrote in the note in my notes um there's this element of i don't know it sounds a little mysterious like his 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 voice with some of the 
background music. It's almost like cryptic in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, in the very beginning, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> is this going to be a bad show? Is someone... <laughs> Is there like you know? It was it just it, it was a little bit unnerving right. at times, but maybe that's you know what they were going for. This guy is stuck living in his own head, and his it, he like Dan said, he is a hot mess. Yeah, he he balances it out by I mean he 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 has these this like this crippling loneliness almost like he they they show him you know he lives in this kind of a, a crappy studio apartment mm-hmm. by himself he's got a fish and they show him at one point like just sobbing in the corner because he's so desperately lonely uh he lonely but he doesn't really let anybody in at the same time yeah. it's almost like he can't he remedy like be, he his own like loneliness touched. yeah he doesn't like to be touched um and he 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 has definitely has like social issues and social anxiety issues but you know like he he wants i think deep down when especially when you see that scene where he's like just sitting there crying mm-hmm. he wants human interaction he even said the narration was was like um what do other people do when they feel this lonely they i guess they reach out to their friends and family mm-hmm. and there is really no mention of family there's a like minor quick, flashback yeah. scene involving his mother and he has dare i say just one like honest solid friend um mm-hmm. you know he's got co-workers um but, i don't think he would call any of them his actual friends except no. for well, the pl- one one girl plus, angela you know it's it's like you you, you got to figure he's a tech guy surrounded by other tech people who, right you know not to draw too many stereotypes, but let's face it, tech people are kind of withdrawn themselves. They're not exactly the most social people, for the most part. You know, that's that, or that's the stigma. So he's probably not going to find a lot of relationships in his profession. Right. Uh, yeah, we don't. We but we don't get a lot of him, his background, and maybe there there is more of that to come throughout the series. I don't know, but yeah, you, you get a quick glimpse into his childhood. Just uh, just a very like it lasts like two or three seconds or something like maybe not you know maybe ten seconds, but it's horrible. Like just that quick that quick glimpse was like oh that yeah you know he so they they clearly want you to know that he did not have a happy childhood or. Right. There was something, you know, something w- was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he and he also he also balances out by seeing he sees a psychiatrist. Like I said earlier, like played like the, Gloria Rubin. The psychiatrist, um, you know, their dynamic would not allow for him to, um, for them to be true friends, if you will. But there's, um, there's certainly an element of respect on his part like there's a lot of people he interacts with who he could truly care less about she is not one of them he actually cares about her as a person i think and and has some you know respect for her so when you hear that that narration when he's talking about her there's a 
there's a piece of you that kind of goes, oh, okay, not good, good, good. There's mm-hmm. there's hope for this guy, you know. Yeah, but but it's what it's what's funny is he he still doesn't open up in his own sessions. He 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 says what he wants to say in his head. You know, he it's like he has a a vision of him saying all these things that he wants to well, say, but then he, then it cuts to him in the present just sitting there silent. Like he's Maybe not we saying should, anything. We should mention like he does distinctly say that he's created a person to talk to in his head. Um he he mm-hmm. like he said he says you like he refers to whoever I don't you know if it's a a personality or you know or it's almost there's, like the viewer. There's a, a distinct know, person, there's... personality, viewer, whatever this turns out to be who he is speaking to in his mind Mm -hmm. so you see him in the session with his psychiatrist and i don't know about you but for a split second i thought he was talking to her and then the the camera changed or or whatever and you see oh no those are just the thoughts in his head he's not speaking them out loud to her well i i thought that's yeah i just thought that's you know when you you're in a situation and there's something you desperately like you want to say like when you want to say the truth but you know it will either get you in trouble or lead you further down the the rabbit hole right i think he that's everything he wanted to say because she she says you know what's wrong or what are you whatever you know innocuous question she asks him and he goes into this diatribe about what's wrong with society and you know he's you know saying you know f society and which I was surprised that they dropped the f bomb two and a half times in this show for realsies yeah you didn't notice he says I, I don't know if it's just the way I live my life I, I don't, don't I didn't really even show, notice he I says he twice says fuck society didn't even phase me that did not even <laughs> phase not me and then later on when he confronts the guy that is dating his doctor, the psychiatrist, the guy says, what the fuck? Mm. At least that's what, it, he could have said what the fuck the whole way, but it sounded, it was like a what the fuck, like, yeah. but that's what it was, so I, I count that as a half. Okay. But for a for a, a uh, cable show to, to drop this, so I don't know if those were added for Amazon, Mm. Or if those actually, if that actually aired with those expletives, right? So, yeah. So he has these. The, he goes on this diatribe, this like this, uh, you know, where he's talking about what's what's wrong with society, and it's it really a lot of it really hit home <laughs> as far as like what's our current situation, like, what is, the what world that we live in. Yeah, what yes. is wrong in the world, um, and. The, that those lines of dialogue were just man like spot on mm-hmm. just some great there was a lot of really good I, I you know good writing in this show I thought you know the the actor who's playing Elliot never seen him in anything before you know yeah. he's completely he's completely new to me but I thought he was great I thought he really pulled off all aspects of this character from the uh, the withdrawn um, lonely guy to 
when he's in his element, when he there's a, a, a serious cyber attack on one of the one of his company's clients, and he's called in at like three in the morning, and he's kind of in his element. I mean, he really comes alive. Yeah. You know, he's kind of he's kind of a take charge guy in that situation. I mean, yeah. He really. Yeah. You see, it's funny because you see so much. When you see that side of him, you see so much that you're just like, yes, go Elliot. But then, okay, F society, I'm going to cry in the corner, and someone's going to talk to me, and I'm not going to, you know, due to social anxiety or whatever, I'm not going to be able to talk back to them. Like, really, just, I don't know, a lot going on with him. Mm -hmm. Throughout the first episode, just to move on, so he... He thinks that he is being followed by, quote-unquote, men in black, guys in suits, and he's not sure if he's crazy or, or what, but it turns out it's, he's not crazy, eventually. I mean, he, he's approached by Christian Slater, who he notices is also following him. He keeps showing up. Christian Slater keeps showing up around him. And he thinks, you know, I think at first he thought he was just like a crazy homeless guy. Right. But then he starts talking to Elliot, talking to him about things that he would have no idea of. Um, And then Elliot, you know, goes with him, goes with Christian Slater to this, uh, like, shut, like this boarded up or shut down, uh, like, arcade or fun house in Coney Island. And he's part of this uh like underground organization i guess would you say like a yeah certainly underground i mean it's um it it's one of those um dilapidated buildings on coney island that looks like it's not being used for anything although there's there's games and you know maybe it was an arcade or something at one point um and i, I thought it was kind of cool how he researched the building and he was just trying to find as much information as he could because Christian Slater only gave him a small amount of information, mm-hmm. wouldn't give his name or anything like that. But um, there was the owner of the building died and there was no new owner and just, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of made it a little bit more mysterious, yeah. like what's Real going shame. on here, you yeah. know, but Christian Slater was kind of like the ringleader of this behind the scenes, like, cyber operation um and i don't think we entirely know how he knows elliot or or knows of his skill set i i guess just from being online um i I don't know i mean there were there were definitely a couple times in this show where i was like i'm not smart (laughs) enough to know those big words right there well i even wrote that like i didn't I, I, I certainly didn't understand any of the tech speak, right. any of the technology or any of it. Right. But in a way, I felt like I, 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 ha- I knew what was going on like just because of either the acting or the, the music. You know, I thought both did a, did a great job of kind of conveying at least the 
the feeling or the emotion of what was happening at that moment. Uh, similar to, like, I, I, I haven't watched it in a while, but I used to watch House of Cards, which is a very politically charged drama on Netflix, the Kevin Spacey and mm-hmm. Robin Wright Penn uh, show. And I know next to nothing about politics, but it's kind of the same thing. You can You can almost guess what's going on or follow what's going on just by the reactions that the actors are, or, you know, or the dialogue or the whatever. Right. And and I'm thinking about, you know, in explaining what happened in the show, can are there pieces that I'm going to not be able to say quite right because of the, the tech piece? But, like, in general, Christian Slater is this ringleader. He's attempting to recruit... Elliot and his scheme is basically something along the lines of do this thing for us and it's going to cause the the CTO chief technical or technology officer of the client of the the cyber safety place where Elliot works um, to basically be framed for something he didn't do um, but cause basically everyone's debt well, to go away. I think that... I don't think that was the initial result. I think Christian Slater was talking about more of a long game. Like, he kept mentioning a project, like a hacking project. And I think this uh, framing and disgracing of the CEO of... Well, they, they, they kept... It was... Um, it's basically Apple, but they but it's called E Corp. But they kept calling it. But it, throughout the show, it was basically referred to as Evil Corp. They kept you know they kept calling it Evil Corp. So the CTO of Evil Corp, you know that his his fall was I think it was going to start like a cascade effect where. And I think along with the continual hacking of other conglomerates and companies and social medias or whatever, that this was going to be a process starting with, because they, they needed Elliot. That That's why they kind of went after Elliot, because they knew that he was in there and they set up this huge cyber attack to sort of recruit him, but also to test, to test him, to see if he was, because at the end, Elliot stopped the cyber attack, but he didn't completely remove it. There was something in there that he saw, and he he didn't, yeah, it, he didn't remove it from the system, but he created a back way in, so he could go back and do whatever to it if he needed to, but he didn't, he didn't take out the threat. He actually made it disappear to everyone else, but to him, it was still there. And that's what Christian Slater wanted because he wanted him to go back in and then replace the um, the IP address with the CTO's IP address, which would then implicate him in the cyber attack. So... That's kind of how that whole process went, you know, with the recruiting of Elliot and the subsequent 
shaming and framing and uh, uh, setup of this this CTO. But I think the I, I think it doesn't stop there. I think it continues. Like I said, the the rest of this plan is contingent on what you know the the next hacking part of the project. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Am I clear? Oh, completely. Um. So, I do think. Elliot has proven from the very first, um, you know, scenes that he he does his this this hacking on the side, you know, not for money, um, but just bec- in some ways it's the right thing to do. Like he mm-hmm. turned in a child pornography distributor person or whatever um, to the police. That was the opening scene, and the guy's like, "Oh, you're you're framing me. Do you want money?" You know, mm-hmm. and, and he said no, um, and. You know, we see a couple, like, instances of that, like, with, with his psych- psychiatrist. He's watching out for her because it turns out she's dating a guy who's married and um, has a child and has cheated on his wife <laughs> seven times. And he's yeah, talking like he, about he has escorts. Like and fake, fake social media accounts. And, yeah, he hires prostitutes and... Right, yeah, so he, all Elliot wanted... But, but he's walking around with his wife and child in a stroller. Right. And, yeah, so he... Yeah, he's basically just righting wrongs. Right, like just one person you're going to tell her that you're going to end this relationship. And it, and that was one of those scenes where I was like, wow, like, he's taking charge. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. the way he spoke to that guy, the psychiatrist's boyfriend was like, I'm in charge, I'm telling you what's up, here are the things you're going to do, and I'm going to know if you did them. So don't mess this up. Mm-hmm. And I, and if you just sit back, you're like, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, it, it, his, he's really an interesting character because he's like just so, I don't know. Well, yeah, like I said, when he's, when he's in his element, he's fascinating because it's so different from when he's his awkward, withdrawn... Mm-hmm. Nerd or whatever cyber guy. It it really is like he has an alter ego, like Superman and Clark Kent. Right, like he, and I still think, like, he he just wants to do the right thing. So when I mean, he's not putting he, on an act, it's like he's it's like he's both guys. It's yeah. like you know he's not pretending to be this shy guy I mean he really is right but after the whole meeting with Christian Slater and everything and Christian Slater lays out this plan and and they're gonna basically frame um that the the guy who's the CTO of that company so did you notice they're sitting in this like meeting and um he had pulled out a folder Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, that that's that's the information he's gonna um, give to the authorities to to show them to frame this guy. But he was he wasn't going to frame him. He was he was gonna no. He, it was the other way around. He the the white envelope contained all the information about Mr. Robot. And, and right, then, but then but then he pulled out the blue envelope after the CTO 
basically... Like, jacked his one and only friend. Right. Yeah. So, he would have done the, something completely different, but that guy, the CTO, basically pissed him off, although you don't see that. He totally kept his cool. Mm -hmm. He puts the folder back in his bag, pulls out a different folder, and three weeks later, this guy's going to jail. Mm -hmm. Yep. But somebody noticed the folder change. Right. That I forget the character's name, but part yeah. of their he was like the administrative team or, yeah. or like some vice president of something or yeah, other. Yeah, vice president of like technology or something. But he's also he speaks Elliot's language because earlier in the episode, the the CTO and this vice president and a bunch of other executives were touring the office. The, the, the cybersecurity office and the the VP stopped at Elliot's little workstation and was you know speaking his language you know saying oh you're running this system yeah when, when I started I ran that system and so oh, blah blah this, blah Linux and I'm over here going Linux is that's a word that I heard <laughs> in the heard the before. world of things linux yes <laughs> let's talk about linux is that like internet explorer i think they're the same <laughs> so that you know this is the one guy that elliot is not fooling that this guy is can kind of see through elliot's you know it, i mean he, he doesn't you, you don't know it at the time he he actually shows up at the very end after you know this this uh, executive has been arrested and charged with all the you know the the cyber crimes that Elliot is you know he's kind of he takes a moment to almost celebrate that he had a part in this and then he's you know he's in Times Square and then he's just picked up by you know a bunch of guys in dark suits and a black SUV and he's whisked off to this to this uh building he goes like to the top floor and there's it's the like the what did he say in the, in the beginning? It's like the one percent of the one percent of this group of people that run everything. Mm -hmm. And sitting in the middle at this table is that VP from from Evil Corp. So so it'll be interesting to see what comes next with with that because this guy clearly knows what Elliot did. You know, he's no dummy. Right. And but it probably but it probably furthered his cause to see that executive go down in flames because it's because they pretty much describe the executive as as just a total idiot. Right, not a tech guy. Yeah. They said. Getting to the next part of the show where we talk about if this is something we would continue to watch. I would continue to watch this. Like I said, I, I don't totally get... I don't get the tech at all, like the, the technology and the cyber babble, but I'm fascinated by the characters, and I kind of want to see where the story goes. Yeah, it's... um, it, It's more of, I don't know, a thriller than it is about the cyber world. I mean, that's the setting, you know, but it's it's more about... It's kind of a little bit like a conspiracy thing. Yeah. Too. Like, there's, um, and 
you know, not, it's not the same at all, but it's, it's the writing and everything. It, it's just an intriguing show. I don't know if, do you, do you ever watch Person of Interest? Uh, that's a show that I've, I've never watched, but I've heard a lot of good things about, and I kind of wanted to get into it. I, I watched the first couple seasons. I really liked it, and to me, it, it, there's they're similar in that there's this whole, like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen now? It keeps you on the edge of your seat, and these things that you didn't think, you know, plot twists that you just couldn't see coming and and things like that. They're so... They're very different shows, but um, I kind of saw like an element of that, and I, I I used to really enjoy that show. I actually kind of wish that I never had gotten away from it, but um, I I did see the first couple seasons on that. So yeah, I mean I it's it's kind of intriguing, you know, to see where this is going. Um, the 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 cyber talk it's not too heavy. I just, you know, <laughs> feel a little dumb here and there. Well, I, but I think it's like you said before, you don't really need to understand. You don't need to know Linux, you guys. You don't <laughs> need to know what that is. You can watch the show and it's going to be cool. So. Yeah. Yeah, I and especially in 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 the current climate, the the, the current global stage that that we you know, we're seeing things unfold it, it's it's fun to watch a show like this where it's you know it's like the little guy versus the establishment you know that's someone who wants to pull the curtain back and reveal the dark underbelly of what's going on mm-hmm. and you know even if it won't solve all the world's problems it's it's it, it, it's like whenever you see stupid stuff happening on TV or in social media or whatever, you wish you had the power to do something. And watching Elliot, you know, even if he's only doing it one person at a time, he's still doing something. He's still making a difference. And I, I like at the very end because I guess he, it's like he keeps, uh, like the, um, the wrongs that he writes, or the the people that he uh, unveils as quote unquote bad guys, he keeps all that data on a disc, like a CD, and he keeps it in a, just a CD folder, like a binder or mm-hmm. something. And he, but he he writes on it like, like it looks like he's uh, like burning burning CDs. Like he's got you know the last one he wrote was Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here. And and he puts it in this big thick binder, and there had to be dozens of other CDs in there. So it's like he who knows how long he's been doing this. But you kind of wish that you could do that, that you could just click a few buttons and find out what someone did, and then confront them and be like, "All right, you need to stop," or. <clears throat> You're going to jail now. Yeah. Goodbye. You know. Yeah. That, that kind of makes you feel good. <laughs> so there's, a, I guess, there's a little bit of uh, Elliot envy. <laughs> yes. So, 
So you, I'm not sure if we got a clear answer. So you would or wouldn't, like you would keep watching it or you're not sure? I, I would, because um, it, it's it's intriguing um, and I think it's well written. There's, I mean, there's probably a couple, you know, that shows out there I might put ahead of this one, but I like mm-hmm. it. Um, so I would watch it. I thought as a, for a pilot episode, it was really strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one thing I, I wrote, one of the first things I wrote that we didn't really talk about was, I thought it had a really, <clears throat> excuse me, it it had more of a cinematic feel, like than just a TV show feel. Like it was just, I thought the way it was filmed, with the music and. I kind of think credits and it, it. I felt like I was watching a movie. I think part of that may be also due to what we said before about the, you know, not being in a studio for much of it. You know, a lot of it being mm-hmm. like real um, New York City places and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I'm I know I'm sure that the the music added something to it, but. Yeah, it was one of those things, like, I don't know, was that an hour show? Mm-hmm. Because it kind of felt like, and this is not meant to be negative, no, it but felt it kind longer. of felt like I was there for, like, a while. It felt longer, and I I almost wondered, like, was this a two-hour premiere? Or just, but I think it was just an hour. Yeah. But it, it felt longer. Yeah, not in a bad way, but, like... It, they, they packed <clears> so much in yeah, to that one hour, you know? Yeah, there was a lot to, that they put in there, and... Yeah, I, I felt like I really got got a lot out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I think that's definitely one to put in the books for uh, further viewing. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, uh, anything else to uh, to bring up on this one? Uh, I think it's I think it was a success. I'm glad you yeah. liked it. I was I was not having had like no background on it i was uh, you know you never know you're all like she doesn't even know what linux is Duh. um yeah well and <laughs> i felt like dan said in the beginning we missed a couple weeks um since the holidays you know because we got sick yet again and he had chosen this show i don't know sometime in december yeah and each time <laughs> that we said oh maybe we can do the podcast I'd say, what's that show we're watching? What's the name of that show? Did you pick a show? What's what was the name? I to the point where like today when I had to ask you the name again mm-hmm. and I felt like a real schmuck. Um. Anyways, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but it well, that's turned. Okay. Out, I never even heard of it. Didn't know Christian Slater even still had a career except he was in that one commercial. Like I had no clue. Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't for you choosing this you know and turned out to be yeah really good so well and i guess he he had a bigger role going forward he he wasn't in this first episode a lot we should put that out there because you you think christian slater you're like oh he's going to be the guy he really wasn't in this a lot when you think about right. it right but knowing that he eventually wins an award for this show i'm he has to have more screen time yeah i'm i'm kind of excited to see what they do with him because Christian Slater's pretty cool you know he he's he's a decent actor I he's uh, he's one of those guys you feel like man he should do more stuff do you want to watch Young Guns (laughs) 2  
I've never seen either of the Young Guns movies. Well, okay, stop the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we got some more work to do. Yes, so much. So now it's back to me. I I don't have a clue what we're going to do for yeah. for next time. This so is, yeah, the next episode's going to be Jen's pick. So we'll probably tease that later in the week. So if you know if you decide you want to watch it and follow along with the episode, then we'll let you know what it is. And if if you guys are listening and you think of something, put it out there. Put it on our our social media. Give us some suggestions. Yeah. We haven't had any new suggestions in a little, little while. So well, well, we sort of did. Well, not not online, but at a Christmas party. Some friends recommended um, that new show with Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, I'm blanking, but I now that you say that, I remember. Yeah, I remember that the, night. Uh, yeah, where he becomes the president. Um, the Lost Boys. No, that's not it. <laughs> Designated Survivor uh, right. was recommended to us by our friends Jen and Hetch. Hetch was also the one who uh, recommended the A-Team. Way back in the you know a few months back, so yep. we might have to have um, you know a designated survivor viewing party with with Hetch and Jen at some point. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, that that might be one further down the road. But uh, yeah, whenever we know what the next episode is, we'll we'll, uh, we'll put it out there. And you know we we've got all the social medias, the the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. So you can find us anywhere. Just uh, search for Pilot Season Podcast. And um, that's it. That's all I got. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Okay. And we'll see you next time.